Thank you for joining me for my very first episode of the Heart of Business Web TV. And what I'd like to do today is introduce you to a lovely lady by the name of Pip Coleman, who is also a fellow author. And she's someone that really puts her heart into her business. And I think you might find her story very, very interesting. And she's going to tell us about her new book as well. So I just want to say, hi, Pip, how are you going? I'm great, Kim. Thanks for having me. It's, no uh, it's great to be here. Excellent, excellent. Um, now, Pip is from Victoria. She lives on Phillip Island. And I don't know about you, but I have been to Phillip Island and I certainly enjoyed watching little penguins come up from the beach. But it's also famous for its motorcycle race. Isn't that right, Pip? It is. It is. It's a very strange contrast of things in the one place. Tiny penguins and giant bikes. <laughs> anyway, definitely, definitely a great place to go when you get a chance. Beautiful. So, um, what I'd like to do today is ask Pip just a few questions about her book and why she wrote it. And um, just for a little bit of entertainment, a little bit of inspiration. But let me give you some background first about Pip. And I, I have her bio here. So excuse me as I read it. <laughs> uh, Pip grew up in a small town in Tasmania and she desperately wanted to see the rest of the world. So she started traveling overseas at 23 years old and couldn't stop. It opened her eyes. She's never seen poverty and wealth in their extremes before and her experiences helped her learn to be humble. She loved the freedom and the possibilities that travel offered and working on cruise ships for six years was one of her highlights. From these experiences, she discovered how to get more out of life. If there's one thing she understands, it's people. Over the years, she's tried her hand at over 30 different jobs. She's had a lifetime of experience in the sales, travel, cruise ships, radio and retail industries, experimented with teaching large and small groups in the cruise entertainment industry, and has mastered the art of organization in many administrative and management roles. But Pip's favorite thing to do is laugh. And hopefully she'll laugh on this show. <clears throat> and they do say that laughter is the best medicine. She likes to give valuable wisdom to you with a sprinkling of lightheartedness. As it turns out, while doing the advanced angel intuitive course with Doreen Virtue, she discovered that her earth angel tribe are the leprechauns. <laughs> this made perfect sense. They are half wise, one half pixie, half fun, half serious. That's four hearts. Okay. <laughs> of course. So she assures you that you'll not be bored with this leprechaun teacher. If she had to choose a favorite relaxation treatment, it would be Reiki, energy healing. As well as Reiki, Pip offers other treatments that are nurturing, valuable, fun and easy and feels that her clients can gain value from the trials and successes of her life. She spends her time teaching classes and showing her attendees how to accept themselves. Now, the thing is about Reiki is that, as we'll discover as we go through this today, um, Pip started teaching Reiki and wellness um, meditation classes during her time on cruise ships. So that should be make for some interesting stories, I'm sure. <laughs> so let's straight away get into a question for you, Pip. Basically, sure. what prompted you to write your book, which is called Finding My Soul at Sea? Would you like to just show us a copy of that before we get into Hold it? Hold it up so that people can see. Finding My Soul at Sea. The cover. So yeah, Finding My Soul at Sea was, um, came out of, lots of questions that people have whenever they said to me where are you from what have you know what's your story 
And I said to them that I've traveled around the world, you know, that I came from Tasmania, but that my main, you know, sort of working experience, um, a good portion of my working experience was on cruise ships. People would say, oh my God, tell me a story. And so I'm sure so you've I got, I'm sure you've got plenty of stories, many, many stories over six years of working on board. So uh, as a social host, I was running the activities and, um, you know, hosting the cocktail parties and doing lots of fun things. So and I'm going to show my age now. Is that like Julie on the love boat? Yes. Yes, Julie it is. Actually, I, use, I use Julie as a, as an example, actually, for my, um, for all of the crowds. A lot of the younger people don't know what the love boat is, but uh, most people who are younger know what a cruise ship is and they know, and they've probably even been on a cruise ship. A lot of people have nowadays, but the, the book came out of me writing down the stories that people were saying, um, that's funny, that's hilarious. Oh, you know, that's a dramatic story. Um, you should write these stories down. And so over the course of about 10 years or so, I was writing them in a little notebook and then uh, one month, uh, a couple of years ago, I started, I was waking up every day and they, and you know, my guides, my angels were saying, you need to write the book, you need to write the book. Like every morning I would wake up and it'd be like, you need to write the book. And I thought, well, I need to find somebody who can help me to write the book because I don't know how to do that. I've, I've written stories, I've written blogs, you know, I, I've write, I write, but I have never written a book before. So um, I put it out there to my Facebook friends and said, does anyone know how I do this? How do I start? And a friend of mine had written a book and um, self-published it with Ocean Reef um, Publishing. And so she put me in touch with him and he loved the idea of me um, writing a book that combines spirituality and the cruise ship industry because that's never been done before. Um, we've, you know, there's lots of people who've written about their journey on board and there's like drama and the sex and the craziness and the behind the scenes and like there's all the all of that stuff has been written about a million times but no one's ever written about the spiritual a spiritual journey on a cruise ship which is what i had um so thus the finding my soul at sea um which was um born straight away that that title just came to me straight away i don't know about you but um i felt like that was the title from the very beginning and it never changed all the way through um but yeah so that was um how it kind of came about people asked kept asking me to write it down and so i thought well maybe i should write this actually do this and uh philip island was the the perfect spot it was um not too busy I was running my own business, doing my Reiki and my meditation classes, and it um, it allowed me the space to write, which I might not have had if I was working in the city like I used to in my travel jobs and things like that, where you're just so busy, you don't have time to scratch yourself. So, <laughs> so that's how it came about. So during your time on the cruise ships, there was a time where you started to you know, we think about Julie, the, the cruise director, and for anyone who's been on a cruise ship, yeah. um, or any sort of, um, in, in fact, a tour, any sort of travel tour, you've got yeah. you know, a main tour director who, you know, is there to make sure you have the best time ever. And mm. it sounds like that's, that you were that person. But Yes. And, and I'm sure that involved, you know, as you said, cocktail parties and, and getting dressed up and doing pantomimes. God, I could just, I'd look, you know, I haven't read all your stories yet, but um, so far I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> 
But there was a time where you stopped and said, I want to do something different in, in the same, in that role of being a tour guide to a director mm. uh, for the people that were coming on your cruises. So tell me sort of that transition about where the wellness and Reiki and meditation came into the sorts of things that you were offering on board the cruise ship. Yeah, that's, that's a good question because as you said, it is a weird sort of thing to be talking about spirituality in that space. I mean, the whole point was that around the three-year mark, I, I was on board for six years total, but around the three-year mark, I started to get really tired. I was tired of the triviality. I was tired of the gambling and the and the drinking and the. It just got was getting t too much. It was great when I first started because it was exciting and it was new and and I felt like I was sort of in the zone and, and I was still enjoying my job, but I, I needed something more. I, I felt like the space needed something more, the guests needed something more, and I was gonna lose my sanity if I didn't, um, if I didn't do something about it. And so I had some meditation tools and I had some Reiki tools that I had just sort of dabbled in myself, but I'd never taught any classes to anybody. Uh, so I pitched it to the management that maybe I could, in, as part of the entertainment program, I could add in a meditation class every sea day, uh, you know, when we're out at sea and um, do maybe like a personal development type class that involved, you know, maybe some, um, some creative drawing or some writing or something that would just sort of give people a little bit more substance to their cruise rather than just drinking and gambling and dancing and doing all those silly things. And they agreed that luckily I had some people who gave me a chance to do it um, and they trusted me and they said, sure, yeah, let's give it a go and we'll see what the, the guest comment cards are um, at the end of the cruises. And if they get good, if you get good reviews, you get ratings, you can keep doing it. Um, needless to say, it went great guns it was amazing um people loved it and they gave amazing feedback they some people even said and i put some of the comment cards in the book uh, that i kept because they would say this has not just changed my cruise and made it amazing it's changed my life oh, wow. yeah it was it was amazing there were people who said they'd been depressed for years and they came to my meditation class and they felt like they didn't need to use the medication that they had been using. They were going to try med meditation instead of medication. Um, now, obviously I never recommended, you know, that anybody stop their medication, but to have someone say that their life was transformed by a week or a, or a class, a single class, that really made me go, wow, this is something I could be doing outside of this space. And a lot of people encouraged me, a lot of the guests encouraged me to take it and do it outside of the ship space. They're like, you, you know, you could get money for this pip. You could, <laughs> you could actually have a business. And I was like, really? Wow. And you know, this is just something that I love to do. That's helping me stay sane. So it was an amazing feeling. And, and that transition was quite significant for me. It was a significant thing. And thus now here I am eight years, um, well, eight years on Phillip Island anyway, um, you know, 15 years after being on ships, I'm actually running my own business and um, working from that space of helping people to find their own authentic self, their spiritual connection um, and using those tools that I used on board. So, yeah. 
Wow, that that's just so fantastic. And so that's that's why we're talking today because yeah. you know you've just brought so much heart. You you brought you put your heart into your role as a cruise director because you mm -hmm. weren't just there to travel to exotic places and have a great time yourself. You really cared for your you know your yeah. passengers on board, and mm. then in doing so and being so caring, and coming from a place of service and heart, you mm. then gain so much from that. Yes, and that's that's really I just love that. That's really part of you know you know that's how I feel about right yeah this with heart, and then you translated that into what you do now, and I can only imagine how you feel after you've made that transfer helped your your clients now with their transformations. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong, the first part of my career on board was amazing. I explored lots of physical boundaries, lots of emotional boundaries, lots of mental boundaries. I had people that I hated, you know, that I really had to work on my conflict resolution. And, um, you know, there was lots of skills that I learned on board that were not spiritual necessarily. But, um, but so my journey was not just a spiritual journey. It was about finding my whole self again finding not even again like finding it finding another level of self another level of authenticity that i um you know hadn't had before because um but i was a lot older as well than a lot of the people um who were on board i was i started working on board when i was 27 which was a, probably about you know five to ten years older than a lot of the crew um and so particularly in the entertainment department like most of them were dancers musicians you know people who had were very new to they were first time out of home you know they'd never even traveled they just went from their little house to the ship so that was even more of a challenge for them so yeah it was um it was amazing fantastic fantastic so yeah. you talked about you know you you had captured your stories in a notepad and people kept telling you you should put it into a book when you did make that decision to put it into a book and, and through ocean reef and that's our connection by the way is that we've both published our books through ocean reef publishing yeah. um that you know when you did decide to put it into a book what is it now that you have the book do you want to show us again i just want to make sure what do you now hope to achieve with your book or what do you hope that people who read your book will achieve from reading it oh yeah look that's it's such a great process going through the process of writing the book was a whole nother level of personal growth for me because i thought it was the writing of the book was easy. The actual putting down those stories on paper, that was easy. Um, then I actually had to market the book. <laughs> and as you know, you've just, um, you've just done your pre-sale period for your new beautiful book as well. And that process of putting yourself out there and telling your truth and being authentic in that way is so amazing. And it will stretch you to the, end of your you know like you you won't even you have to keep stretching you know it's it's so it's tough it's it's i, I will not deny that there was that it was a, a tough process even with ocean support and my family and you know all these amazing friends who were very supportive of me i still had to work through a lot of um self-doubt and um worthiness issues and even though i knew that what i had to say was 
fun and entertaining and that it would help people to, you know, find their authentic self. Because if I can find it in the middle of the ocean on a cruise ship, then you can find it in your life as well. And that's essentially what the, the message of the book is that I, you can find your soul as well, um, no matter where you are. But the process of writing the book made it even more clear that that is what my message was. And that's also turns out that's what my, my why is as well. The, the why behind my book, the why behind my business was that teaching people to connect with themselves comes from you connecting with yourself because how can you teach somebody something that you don't know how to do yourself? I mean, it's a lot more difficult. <laughs> so who needs to read it? Oh, there, there's, it's so interesting because the people who've read it, you know, when you first put your book out, your friends and your family buy it anyway. And then you've got your people who are maybe your clients who might buy it and they already know you. They already know you and they're buying the book because they know you and they love you and they want to support you. And that's fantastic. And then you've got the people who have never been on a cruise ship before. Um, and they're like curious about what happens behind the scenes, like what happens on a cruise ship. And then what happens if you work on a cruise ship, what's that life all like? Because it's a completely new concept to them. So they might be, you know, potential cruisers maybe, or just curious travelers. Um, and then you've got people who've been on a cruise ship, you know, my parents have cruised, um, some of my family members have cruised, some of my friends, clients, but they've never worked on a ship before. So they have that sort of, I've cruised and I get what happens on the outside, but what happens behind the scenes is totally different. You know, um, the food is different, very, very different. <laughs> the, um, you know, what we do in our social time is, is different. Um, some people are allowed in the guest areas. Some crew are not allowed in the guest areas unless they're working. Um, there's a lot, there's a lot behind the scenes that a lot of people don't know. Um, the rules and regulations, um, a lot stricter now than they used to be. Um, you know, living in each other's pockets constantly <laughs> in someone's face, you know, all the time. Yeah, close quarters. Did you, did you have to share a room? Yes. Yep. Okay. So my, my, well, let's just say I had to share a room until I, um, gave myself the job of assigning the cabins in the department <laughs> and then and then i sometimes i had my own room i i don't know that just happens sometimes there you go. <laughs> so yes i um let i was um a bit of an anomaly in the entertainment industry anyway in that department because i wasn't an entertainer i was a people person who blagged my way through an interview and said that i was good with microphones <laughs> on stage and they put me on stage, but little did I know I was going to have to actually go on stage and do like, you know, um, things in front of three and a half thousand people, which I had never done before. I had my fingers crossed when they asked me that question. And, but luckily I was good with people and I, all I had to do was overcome that fear of standing up in front of people on stage. And isn't that, isn't that the top fear in the world? Fear of public speaking? Well, they say that, yeah, the, the, beyond uh, the fear of death, then there's, there's the fear of public speaking. <laughs> but but the, thing, the thing I just heard you say there is that you, you backed yourself. Yes. Um, you, you backed your ability and you backed your message and, and your mm. purpose and all those sorts of things in, in wanting the role, just yeah. like you backed yourself in writing the book. 
Yes. So what's next for you? Next, uh, oh gosh, I'm, um, I'm in the next phase of the promotion of this book. So um, I'm going to be getting to present when we get, when we're allowed uh, to go out <laughs> and do presentations. Um, I will be going out and presenting to um, live audiences. And I had start, have started doing that, which is exciting and fun. And I love being able to interact with people again, um, traveling a bit further afield than just little Phillip Island. <laughs> and um there is a book another book in the works um i haven't started writing yet i've just been making notes about what i'd like to write about and what people are asking for because people are starting to ask you know um so what happened after you finished working on the ships and then some people are saying well what happened before like how did you get there like what was that all about and um, so a sequel and a prequel perhaps well maybe maybe there's two books or maybe, maybe you have a trilogy <laughs> why not who knows i mean ocean said that at the beginning he was like i'm sure there's probably a trilogy in this um which is interesting that say <laughs> that i'm gonna write 20 books and i'm like oh my god no 20. way <laughs> <laughs> it's i think i hope it gets easier in some ways to do that because now at least we know what to expect you know but i think in a way i also hope that it expands me again and again and again because why else would you do anything? Why else do we go out and, and try new jobs? Why else do we go traveling? Why else do we write a book than to expand in some way and grow? Um, because otherwise, you know, our life is, stays as very small, very small life. Really? So, yeah. Fantastic. <laughs> well, thank, thank you so much for entertaining us today, Pip, because... I have started reading the book and I haven't quite finished it. So I'm really excited not only to finish the book, but I'm actually really excited about your prequel and your sequel. <laughs> <laughs> I think yeah. it sounds like there's a lot more stories in there. Um, and so if anybody is interested in your book, where can they get a hold of it? So they can get a hold of it at my website, pipcoleman.com, simple. And uh, they can also go to Amazon and the the paperback copy of the book and the ebook are available at the moment. And soon I will be recording um, my audible audible um, yeah. version of because um, Ocean wants me to read it myself, which is cool. So um, it's on the work in the works. I just haven't actually um, done the recording yet. So I'm excited to look forward to doing that as well. I think that'd be amazing to hear you actually describe your stories and <laughs> the emotion yeah. um, and probably the frivolity and, and yeah. the you know all that all of that into your stories I think uh, having it as an audiobook I mean I love audiobooks and, and yeah. uh, you know you can tell when it's a narrator and you can tell whether it's a person who is narrating yeah. their own book because they really know where to put the emphasis yeah and um, also actually into it Yes, exactly. And I, the other day, you know how when we did our book, we had to read our book out loud before we did our final formatting and that sort of thing. And I was so I was I remember reading my book out loud and laughing again, like laughing at the story, because sometimes I just go right back into that memory of that situation. And it just would like really crack me up. And I thought, I'm sitting there by myself reading my own book and laughing at myself and I just thought when I do the audible book it's going to be funny because I'll have to be really <laughs> really mindful of like being 
continuing to read the book and not be like, that was the funniest thing ever. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's, uh, it's going to be interesting to do that. Yeah, look, it's a hard slog, but it's absolutely well worth it. I, I got the audio files back from my book the other day. <clears throat> and as I was listening to myself, I mean, I had to get over listening to myself first, but then I'm like, sure. oh, that was great. Oh, I think I should take that advice. This is your own advice. Writing and hearing and listening, they're all different things. And so, yeah. and we all take in information in different ways. So um, it's great to have ebook, you know, your, your paperback, and your audio book, it's, it's a really great way to get your message out to, yeah. um, you know, a much wider audience. Definitely. So I think we've sort of run out of time now, Pip, and I, yeah. I really appreciate your time. I think <laughs> um, I didn't even ask you about some of the stories because I think we'll keep that up our sleeve and, and for mm. those who, who would like to grab a copy and to read yeah. about some of those amazing stories. You know, if you're thinking about cruising or you, you've been cruising and... Mm want to relive some of the moments that you may have experienced on your own cruise i think this book would be a great way to do that yeah for sure thank you so much kim it was really lovely to um do this with you and um good luck with your online tele webinars it's yeah. going to be great tele tv yeah. i think it's uh, i think we're, we're, we've all learned to 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 be online mm. uh, i don't think we'll ever stop being online now and that's no. been a good opportunity we've connected from many thousand miles away or kilometers away um and it just means that when we're able to meet again in person um we will already be fully connected so i love yeah. that <laughs> so beautiful thank you so much it was nice to uh to be with you thanks very much Pip, and thanks for everyone for listening so this is business heart with kim cousins